Welcome to the Holistic Hotties Podcast. I'm your host, Kat Mansfield, and I'm on a mission to help you feel good naked. Not just with your clothes off, but with your masks off. Completely you, completely naked. I want to help you fall so in love with yourself that you can't help but feel good naked. I'm a certified holistic health coach, meditation teacher, and yoga teacher traveling around the world to further satiate a curiosity for all things healing and true. Feeling good naked is so much more than eating healthily, the bubble baths, and the spa days. It's that deep sense of security, that deep sense of safety in your own body. Here, we're going to talk about how to overcome the roadblocks, the mindsets, the beliefs, and the self-imposed limitations that are keeping you from embodying the most radiant, holistically hot version of you. By pressing play, you're one step closer to feeling good naked. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Holistic Hotties. So glad you're here. I took a break last week from recording because I was in Puerto Rico with my boyfriend, and I actually brought the stuff to Puerto Rico to record. But, you know, we were just having such a beautiful time and we were pretty fluid in our plans and our Airbnbs. And so it just didn't happen that I sat down to record. And that is okay. So here we are. I'm recording from Toronto. I got back from Puerto Rico and spent the weekend in Toronto. I leave tomorrow to head down to Vermont for Disc Golf World Championships. Frick yes. Hashtag girlfriends of disc golf. Yes. So this week, I want to talk about something that my partner and I spoke a little bit about on our trip and a topic that we were listening to a lot of content about before we left for Puerto Rico. And that is the divine masculine. I think it's an interesting topic that definitely floats around within the spiritual world, within the yogi world, the divine masculine and the divine feminine. So taking a moment to not only discuss the divine masculine and in doing so touch on the divine feminine, but also discuss where we need to be in our practice, in our nervous system, in our belief system to call in a divine masculine partner. Here we go. I'm really excited to riff on this with you guys. First of all, this may go without needing to be said, but I'm going to say it anyway. The divine masculine and the divine feminine are energetic forces. They do not necessarily correlate to our gender. So the divine masculine can show up in any gender and the divine feminine can show up in any gender. So I feel like that's pretty common knowledge these days when we're discussing divine feminine and divine masculine, but just want to start with that as a clarifying note. So first off, what is the divine masculine? When we say that, what do we mean? What are we talking about? I want to talk about what it is, like what the characteristics are in a partner. And because my experience in dating and calling in the divine masculine is related to a man, the gender of a man, I'm going to be talking about it from that lens. So first, I want to talk about what those characteristics are in a man. And then I want to talk about what it feels like to be around a divine masculine energy and especially what it feels like to be in partnership with a divine masculine energy. So some tangible characteristics of what the divine masculine is, 
is that he is deeply present and listens without being distracted. He doesn't judge. He creates a safe environment. He doesn't take things personally. He's a guiding force, supportive and encouraging. He's disciplined and knows when to be focused. He's a man of his word, honest and accountable. He's humble. He has integrity. He's of service and has a clear compass as to what is in the highest good. And he's grounded. So those are just some tangible characteristics that we can notice in a potential suitor and in a man that we are in any sort of relationship with. And that's great. But what does it feel like? What does it feel like? Because that's what's really going to call in our divine masculine partner. What does it feel like to be in partnership with them? And and this is something that I spent so many hours in my practice and meditation marinating in this feeling of what it will feel like to be in divine partnership with a divine masculine energy. What did it feel like? How did he make me feel? What did it feel like to have conversations with him? What did it feel like to be held by him? What did it feel like to be in a social setting with him? And I would cultivate that feeling from my divine feminine energy, cultivating what that counterpart would feel like, what it would feel like to be held, to be so safe in a partnership, to be truly cradled by a masculine energy. And I would marinate in that in meditation. So it is so important to get clear in your practice about what it feels like to be in partnership with a divine masculine energy. And so when I called it in, when he arrived in my life, I was like, oh, it's here. And I know it's here because I know already what it feels like. I've already sat in the feeling of being in partnership with the divine masculine energy. So as soon as it arrived, I knew. As soon as it arrived, I felt it. And as soon as it arrived, there was this just whole body knowing of this is unlike any other energetic dance and dynamic that I'd ever been in because I hadn't ever been in partnership with a divine masculine energy. I'd always been in partnership with trauma bonds, (laughs) some really intense trauma bonds. Every single partnership prior to this partnership that I'm in now was the perfect, beautiful puzzle piece to all of my trauma. (laughs) Yes, love that. And so it was a feeling that I knew existed because I'd spent so much time in meditation, marinating in it. And it was something that I never felt as a result of being with another person, right? Like I'd felt it in my meditation practice. I'd felt it in the meta. I would connect to that feeling. I would connect to him in the meta as I was calling him in, as I was doing my own work to truly embody my divine feminine. But I hadn't felt it in real life, IRL. So when I did, it was just so clear. This is it. And what it feels like is like you are being held like a mountain, the energy that a mountain evokes, right? This just sturdy, stable, rooted, grounded, just like I have got you. What it feels like is being cradled. Like I am just this little ball of energy that exists in the center of his palms as he cradles it. No matter what energy I'm feeling, no matter what emotion I'm feeling, no matter what I have to communicate to him, I know 
he is able to hold space for it. I know he is able to hold space for whatever channel I am on in that moment, whether I need less stimulus, whether I need to be reminded of perspective, whether I need to simply be touched on my hand, whether I need a squeeze or words of affirmation or whatever it is that I need in that moment, he is able to tune in and be the support, be the divine masculine energy. (laughs) And it is a feeling that is so beautiful and so healing to be in dynamic with, to be in partnership with, to know that he is going to be this sturdy, stable, capable, safe partner, man, energy. Again, it was something that I had felt so many times that I marinated and that I steeped in in my practices and experiencing it in real time, experiencing it in another human being. Oof, man. (laughs) So that's a little bit of what it is. And the difference between divine masculine energy and, you know, just typical masculine energy, (laughs) dare I say toxic masculine energy, (laughs) is that feeling of safety, is that feeling of truly being held in whatever emotion and whatever energy you bring to the table in your divine feminine, knowing that you are so safe, you are so held, you are so welcome to show up exactly as you are. And it will be not only welcomed, but it will be so tenderly and sturdily held. That's a big difference than I think what a lot of us have felt in our past experiences dating or perhaps where we even are currently in a dating dynamic. If there's ever that feeling of instability, of doubt, of needing to show up differently, of needing to show up with a mask or any sort of edited way. It's not it. It's not the divine masculine energy. And if there's ever a feeling of I'm not being heard, I think that's also a huge distinction between the two. Feeling completely heard, heard and held, baby. If there's ever the feeling of not being heard and not only not being heard, but the masculine energy wants to hear you. It wants to hear the feminine. It wants to come in and provide that stability and provide that holding. Like that's its job. Like that is what it in its highest, most pure channeled form is here to do. So it wants it. It wants to understand, to hear you and then hold you. It like That's literally what it's meant to do. So if there's ever the feeling of not being heard, of not being just so invited to share anything, to come to the table with 100% of vulnerability, openness, open heart, then it's not it. Then it's not it. Okay. So how do we call this in? How do we call in a partner that embodies this divine masculine energy? And I've touched on it a little bit so far, but a lot of the practice comes down to our own work. 
it always comes back to us, right? It's our work. It's the vibration that we embody. It is the energy that we embody that's going to create the potential to collide with the divine masculine energy that is embodied in whatever partner shows up. So what does our practice look like then? And a couple things. First, we have to be so wholly embodied in our divine feminine. We have to give permission for the divine masculine to exist in our field by being in our divine feminine. So I'm going to list some of the tangible characteristics of the divine feminine like I did for the divine masculine so that you can start to get an idea of perhaps where you are on your journey of embodying this divine feminine energy. The divine feminine is grounded, receptive, she has strong boundaries, she is gracious, she is loving, empathetic, compassionate, supportive, she knows how to ask for what she needs, she's vulnerable, she's authentic, she's not afraid to speak her heart and does so with no shame. She flows through life, she knows how to surrender, to be open, to be trusting, she's naturally intuitive and listens to her heart, much more connected to her heart than to her mind manifests, she creates, she is confident in her body and with her femininity. She exudes beautiful, sensual energy and attracts naturally. So, you know, you might hear that and be like, well, damn, that's a lot, man. Like, I'm just trying to survive out here. But the thing is, is that we are naturally meant to embody that energy. Like we are in our purest, highest, most channeled form pure feminine energy, if that's how we identify. So embodying that wholly is actually the most easeful. That's when we are in homeostasis. That's when we are in alignment. That's when we are the most magnetic. That's when we feel like we're in harmony with the world is when we are truly stepping into our divine feminine and thus creating space for the divine masculine to come in. How this practice starts is noticing where we are currently on our journey to embodying the divine feminine. Where are we still insecure and looking for external validation? Where are we still critical of ourselves, of loved ones? Where are we still grasping and begging for other people to validate us? Where are we still oversharing, overgiving? Where are we letting our boundaries be overstepped? So we get to assess where we are on our journey to embodying the divine feminine. And then we get to tenderly and compassionately accept and hold exactly where we are on that journey. That is the most feminine thing you can do for yourself in this moment is to allow for exactly where you are with absolutely no judgment and know that exactly where you are on this journey is a byproduct of every single thing you have experienced, of every single thing you've been programmed with, of every single thing and dynamic and partnership that you have witnessed in your life. And so you are exactly where you're meant to be right now. And the journey back to embodying your feminine, beautiful, true, aligned energy is going to be one that is natural, is one that requires consistency and commitment and a devotion to the practice, to the unlearning and the remembering of who we truly are. And once you get a taste of it, once you start to truly embody this divine feminine energy, wow, it is so beautiful. It is so, so beautiful. And so calling the divine masculine in begins with truly 
embodying the divine feminine. So how do I do that? That is a part of my practice in every day is waking up and stepping into this divine feminine energy. And I don't even necessarily characterize it as that in my practice, but that is exactly what I'm doing. So what does it look like? Well, it looks like in meditation, priming my nervous system. And I've been doing this for months. I've been doing this as a part of my practice, cumulatively for hours in meditation in the meta, just connecting to this feeling of completely receiving to letting go of all of my need for control, all of my desire to grasp on, to know what's going to happen, to crave certainty, to crave doing, letting all of that dissolve and instead marinating in what it would feel like to completely receive, receive ease from the universe, receive everything that I need to thrive, receive love, receive patience, receive abundance. What does it feel like in my nervous system, in my body to marinate in that feeling of receiving? Because that is the ultimate umbrella of the feminine energy, like all of those other tangible characteristics. Those are, you know, feminine qualities. They're part of the divine feminine, but the overarching thread, the motif of the divine feminine energy is receiving, is allowing self to be loved, is allowing self to be held, is allowing self to blossom in the presence of divine masculine energy. So the practice is committing and devoting self to showing up over and over and over again in your meditation to embodying this feeling of receiving, receiving ease of simply being held by the universe, being held by the energy of the mountain. And that may feel esoteric, that may feel intangible, but try it. Drop into meditation and simply let go free fall and feel what it feels like to be free falling into being cradled to let go of everything and instead just be energetically held be energetically cradled in this moment and another huge part of the process is surrounding yourself with expanders so if anybody is familiar with to be magnetic it's another brand slash podcast uh, all about manifestation. And one of the most important parts of manifestation is expanders. And expanders are essentially people, couples, situations that expand your current paradigm of belief. So we see to believe that what somebody else currently has is possible, whether that be a home, whether that be a relationship dynamic, etc. So a huge part of this process in calling in a divine masculine energy and a divine masculine partner was being around a couple that truly embodied divine feminine and divine masculine in partnership. And I was around them every single day. <laughs> Luckily, it was the family that I nannied for. The parents of the little girl that I nannied for. So I was around them every single day. I heard their story from the inception. I saw the way they interacted. I saw the way that he held her as a divine masculine energy. And I saw the way that she allowed her divine feminine to blossom. And thus this beautiful, healthy, symbiotic dance unfolded before my very eyes every single day. And so I would leave being like, it is possible. And I'm not settling for anything less than that. 
So that is a huge part of the equation. And so even letting my manifestation of a divine masculine partner be an expander for you as you listen to this podcast, that counts. That counts. And anytime you notice your thoughts doubting that it exists, wanting to settle for something less, coming back to the expander memory bank, the file cabinet in your mind that is labeled expanders, opening it up and pulling out the file for the couple, the partnership, the divine masculine man that you've seen, the divine feminine woman that you've seen and that you've witnessed be in partnership together and using that as the bookend for your practice to lean up against as you come back over and over to your practice of marinating in the divine feminine energy so that you can create space for the divine masculine to enter your field. That is all I have to say about this topic, I believe. I hope this was interesting. I hope this was expansive. I hope that you took something away from this episode. And in a month, Aaliyah and I are hosting our very first retreat together in Tulum. I'm so excited about it. There are two spots left. And if you're interested, it's called Central Self-Inquiry. It's extremely affordable, extremely affordable. Please DM me if you find yourself listening to this podcast with September 30th to October 4th open in your calendar want to come do some yoga meditate and surround yourself with women who are committed to this work who are committed to creating the life they desire and who are committed to centrally self-inquiring into them so DM me if you would like more information I'll put the link to learn more in the show notes But that is it. Everybody have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks so much for tuning in. Mwah.